So as I was saying before, started out pretty okay, did my gratitude thing, and then um, and then I got into this like what some yoga teachers call slumpasana. It's like it's like what you don't expect that you were doing. But then it's like, oh, no, no, no. I wouldn't teach that in a yoga class, right? And it's the same thing with life. It's like when I get into these slumps in my day, it's like, oh, like I wouldn't be teaching for somebody to do that as like a replica, right? And it's probably like it probably has a little bit to do with Kobe, has a little bit to do with like other things. Like I always try to dissect things. I'm kind of a kind of like a life scientist kind of person that way. Like anytime I go through something that wasn't ideal, I always have to go through the process of like, okay, well, what was my lesson? And what was the thing that triggered that thing? And what was the cause and effect, right? Like what was the cause to make that consequence kind of thing? And I think it's one of those things where I'm just learning how to grow up, right? It's like I'm like a little girl that doesn't know when I'm doing something that makes me miserable until I'm at the point where I'm absolutely distraught and miserable, right? It's like, I would know that pretty well if I was being like this attentive person in the same way that I try to be attentive to all the other people in my life, right? It's like, I can, I can notice them when they're on, when they're off, and when they're, when they're turning from green to yellow, right? But I, can't, I have yet to really introspect enough to see that in myself soon enough right to really catch it before i'm usually just cat like cat pulling putting the pieces back together after i've fallen apart like humpty dumpty so thankfully you know when i got into my little slump asana thing i was like okay i'm going downhill because i've been in the kitchen for like three hours trying to like clean up stuff that i hate to clean up like i just like it's like, it's one thing to clean up my own thing. It's a totally other thing to clean up other people's things that are perpetually, constantly, always there and constantly multiplying, right? It's so hard and frustrating for me. And I know it's a thing of life. I know it's a thing of life. I know it's one of those things that it's like, come on. Like, could you complain about something else? Like, could you hit me one more time with that like rod, right? It's like that kind of perspective. It's like, I know I need to grow up a little bit, and learn how to like take extreme ownership for for the messes of like my progeny, right? And and at the same time, I'm still not there yet. I'm still frustrated, right? I'm still of this like kind of made up philosophy that oh well, like yeah, sure, I like birthed these people, and I like sure I like chose to be established in this organization with this these people, but like. Do I have to be the person to, like, pick up after them? Like, does that have to be a thing? Like, I remember being at this one little center thing, and the lady there was so sweet. She, she just said it like it is. She's like, I don't clean up after children. <laughs> She's just like, I just, you know, I put it all available, and the children clean up after themselves, right? That's just her standard, right? And, of course, she does clean up a little bit, but, like, it's so neat. Like, what if I were the mom that just said, I don't clean up after my family. I just set it up the best that I can. And they clean up after themselves, right? <laughs> and it's like, wow, wouldn't that be a thing, right? See, the thing is, I don't, ha- I don't have an attention to detail. So I have no idea what messes were my own messes and what messes were other people's messes. So I'm constantly in this spiral circle of like, wow, I'm a really messy person. 
Like, I cleaned that like 10 seconds ago, and now it looks like I didn't clean for the last year. I must be really bad at this thing of like cleaning up and then not having it stay there, right? Like, and, and really, that extreme ownership would say, yeah, yeah, it's true, right? And so it's like, I have to be in a space where it's like, yes, see, see things for as they are. And then two, be okay with the perpetual though, right? There's got to be some kind of space and grace of like, yes, there's certain things that are solvable and other things that are just going to stay perpetual until other people are literally in a frame of mind that is on the exact same page, right? Like it just doesn't, it doesn't just come out of like somewhere, right? It doesn't come out of force. It doesn't come out of whatever, right? It just comes out of people deciding for themselves oh, I don't want this to be perpetual anymore. I want it to be a solvable thing. And then they do, right? But until then, I need to be okay with the spaces where I, I have control and then where, where I don't. Basically, the spaces I have control are somewhat a solvable problem, right? And the spaces that I don't have the control are the perpetual problems. And, and for me to just come into that happy space of dialoguing about it, rather than pointing fingers and blame and all of these things about things that are just going to be perpetual anyways, right? So if they're just going to be perpetual anyways, could we just still not be on the same team here in acknowledging the things that are just going to be perpetual anyways? So that's kind of where I'm at with that. I'm really grateful for just like, at least like noticing that I went into my Slapasana and I was like, yeah, I'm taking like 20 minutes. I have my timer on. I'm taking my breather for 20 minutes. And I just like found a few different channels, whether it was like, first it was like somatic yoga stuff. Then it was like healing center stuff just to help me start breathing and like starting some affirmations. And then it was like, I tried out this new, like a few episodes of this new channel that I'm doing where it's like exercises, like movement exercises that are like theater based kind of, or like imagination based, which is really nice because I, I love exercise, I love movement, but I think theater has a very, very key part in, in inspiring people of all ages and interests in moving their bodies without knowing that they're moving their bodies, right? And I think that's where it's at, right? Like. Some people are ready to move their bodies just by grit and other people aren't, right? So they need that theater imagination element to really help them just submit to that, right? In, so, in the same way that I'm sure there's some people that actually need laughter yoga because it's not natural for them to just laugh, right? So they need something to prompt them in a formal kind of somewhat rigid way so that they do it frequently or often enough, right? So anyways, that was really good because it was probably the first time in like a long time that I had my heart rate up to the point where I was like taking deeper breaths because I was like getting like worn out a little bit, but it was good. It was a good worn out, you know, to the point that I could just like flip myself into plow afterwards. And then it just so happened that someone wanted to do like a yoga photo shoot thing to just help with like having some um, like photos on my website thing. So I was like, oh my goodness, this is perfect timing because I just did like my own little workout thing. And now I'm like totally primed and ready to just like do fold myself into any pose that I need to need or feel like I want to do for the photos 
and I'm just loving it. Like, I'm just so delighted. So that's been really good. And then after that, we found this other awesome little like story time um, channel where it's like they read you the audiobooks plus flipping the pages. So I love that. I was all over that. That was awesome. Especially because it's for like kind of like out of print type of books. Mama, like things that are not very common. And then, um, so then we did that and then we got to drop off some people in my life for their experience of the day and plus get my photo shoot thing done. So that was good. And then in coming home, it was kind of a tizzy. It's kind of a big tizzy, right? It's like the tizzy that happens when people are hungry and you know, like there's that space in a person's life where they just don't know what to do when they're hungry and their favorite food isn't available and then like they're not allowed to like play with different things or like um just like it was just a big tizzy out right thankfully there was like an option to be able to just like connect with um like an artist that does his like artsy stuff we love watching artsy stuff we just love watching video and video after video of people doing art like it's just one of the best things ever um so that was good um and then i got to make like rice stuff and then i don't know it just got to a point where i just hit another like tank of energy and feeling like oh man like i'm just feeling so worn out you know, it's the end of the day. And I don't know, I have yet to schedule well enough. You know, I, I'm i just getting to the point where I'm starting to understand my patterns. Like, I'm probably get, entering into the werewolf zone now. Probably. That's probably what's going on right now. Because it's like, what, December... Who knows? One of the December days, right? It's the middle of December. Mid-December... Somewhere around the 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, 14th. 14th? 15th. 10 days till Christmas? Serious. So it's around that time. So likely I'm, I'm turning into a werewolf soon. And so because I know these things, I, sh- I should be some kind of a person, right? But I don't want to should all over the place, right? I just need to, to be okay that I'm not one of those people, right? Should like what if I was just able to be okay that I'm not one of those people that like notices patterns and then does something about them, right? It's like like maybe there's people out there that are super responsible that way and that can just like notice a pattern and be like totally like a problem solver and totally like like oh I notice calmly that this is something that is a problem and maybe that means that that I could just tweak this and tweak that so that it could make it better. And maybe I'm a little bit like that when I teach yoga, right? For example. Or maybe I'm a little bit like that when I'm doing meal planning. But for some reason when it has to do with life, it's like it's like I struggle with knowing how to do that in a way that makes sense. Because if it was me, myself, and I that lived in a little studio apartment by myself, maybe I would be able to tweak that often enough. But it's like, because I sacrifice and consecrate so much of my life to allow for the flexibility and supporting of so many different pieces 
of like people that I believe in and like things like that. It just makes it so in some ways, I guess that's my excuse. It's like I don't give myself permission to tweak my life in a way to make it work for me because in some ways I have this like background belief that like it's not going to work because I need to be flexible enough to be able to bend over backwards for everyone else, right? Which doesn't make a lot of sense when I think about it, right? It's like I just needed to say it out loud so I could see the self-sabotage that I'm doing to myself by just not like standing up for like having a clue about what my patterns are with my werewolf times, what my patterns are with the day, for example. Like if I was a good best friend to myself, I'd probably say like cutoff time is noon, right? Noon, like I was already tizzy, so my tizzy out. So 8 to 11 is what I did today for like in the kitchen time, right? And then I was trying to heal for the rest of the day. Um, And then by the time we got home, there was another big tizzy, right? And then by that time, then I get back into the kitchen and it's like the same situation it was again at the time that it was this morning. And so there was that like big like letdown. Like it's like, what am I doing with my life? if I just can't set myself up appropriately so that I can live in a space that I actually enjoy living in. I think that's the other part of it, is I get really hard on myself about not being able to create the life that I actually want. I think that's it. It, and, And I feel frustrated by that. I might be able to start clubs here and there. I might be able to start different goals and stuff like that. But when it comes down to the like the daily routines and the daily homemakings and the daily like daily life duties and diligences and like home blessings and like and like rhythms of like home care and all of that kind of stuff, I just feel so like distraught. I don't know what it is. I like all I know is that I'm definitely not like a professional organizer. That's like what I went to university to become. <laughs> Because I was like super on a high. I was like, oh yeah, I can totally transform my parents' place whenever I want to. I can transform a bedroom and a bathroom and a, and a basement. So I'm going to go to university so I could become like a professional organizer. So I go to university and take like human ecology and home economics stuff. And I didn't really like complete it. But like it's, it's kind of funny that I went with the intent to become like a consultant for people so that they could somehow be these people that are in total chaos and suddenly come in there and help lift their burdens in setting up systems like because i i loved the the prospect of feeling like i could become something like that right because i knew that i came from a background where that was such a strain like we were constantly strained because there was no order there was no like rhythm but i always felt so at ease whenever i was at like different friends houses or different family members houses where things were in order you know, the water was always at the water spot. The The spices were always in the spices spot. The, you know, different things were always in their spots, right? And I always like felt like a testimony of that kind of a life. But I, I have yet to be the kind of person that knows how to actually be proficient, proactive, responsible, and like um, proactive in noticing patterns, keeping track of them, tweaking things, and then voila, kind of thing. And, and I shouldn't be so hard on myself because quite clearly, as I said earlier in today's habits, like podcast, it was all about this. It was like, 
I actually do have specific strengths and habits and tendencies and, and like high Colby scores and all of this kind of thing in very specific areas, right? So it's not like I can get down on myself and be like so fed up with myself. Like what if like Benjamin Franklin or whoever are the greatest inventors of the world, what if they caught, caught so caught up with like, oh, but I don't know how to do my dishes like every five seconds of the day. Like I really shouldn't make this light bulb or I really shouldn't take time to like, you know, like think of electricity or whatever because like I'm just so terrible at, at doing that plate and like making sure that that plate goes back to that one specific spot every time. And you know, like, so I kind of feel like in some ways it's kind of a waste of my time that I constantly cycle through this, right? And I totally, I totally called it out. Every year I do this like homeschool, like self check-in thing where I ask myself three questions because I love the way that this one mentor of mine does it, where they ask themselves three questions. They ask themselves, what are all the things that are going on in my mind and in my life? Write it all down, right? Then they fold it up and they write the words later. Then the second question is like, what are five things that I hate that I just, I wish were not a part of my life and that I would just like, that is like draining so much energy from my life, right? And then, and then they tell them to just boldly cross out two of them, regardless if they're actually going to be taken out of their life or not. But, but if they could just cross out two of them, what would be the two that they just cross right out, right? And then the third question is, what do I love, right? Like, what are three things that I just love that constantly give me energy every time, that constantly just feed my soul, and that are like a no-brainer for me to do if, I, if it were my preference to get to just do that for unlimited amount of time? Like, what would be my three things, right? So then whenever I did that in the past, it was like, oh yeah, the, all my later list is like, all the shopping, all of the emotions, all of the different people in my life and their needs and, and all of the, the targets and the attachments and everything to do with relationships and like the to-dos and all of that, right? And then I go into the hate list. And I think, I think at one point I said something, I totally did. One year I totally wrote homeschooling as the hate list. It was like, I hate it. I hate that however much I try, this person hates me or this person thinks I'm like totally illiterate or like just like a total like whatever. And I just feel like I can never win with it because of X, Y, Z numbers, right? So I did. I totally X'd it out. And it was so funny because it was that same exact year, year that I talked to this one person. And they're like, oh, well, I'll do it. I was like, what? You'll do it? I was like, okay, that's so cool. I totally exited off my list without even knowing that that could ever be a possibility. Because like ethically, how do you just like send your people to the dogs, right? Like, and that's kind of like the perspective that I was in, in my psyche. It's like, yeah, I might hate it, but it's almost like saying you hate cleaning up or like you hate um, cleaning diapers or you hate taking out the garbage or you hate like... I don't know, cleaning up after people's dishes or something like that, right? It's almost like one of those things where it's like, yeah, you hate it, but at the same time, you care so much about those people that you'd much rather clean their dishes than watch them eat out of dirty dishes for a week, right? And so it's just like, you just get into that mentality of like caring enough that that it, it, it makes it better in some ways. I don't know what it is. But anyways, like that's like one thing I've said. And I think... 
I don't remember what was the other thing I crossed out. I don't remember. But but isn't that funny that I wrote like homeschooling as one of them? Oh man! And then, um, but but going back to that topic, my year this year, if I were to revamp that again, I'd be like, oh yeah, what's my hate list? I think my hate list is um, one of the things would be something like, I hate the feeling of not knowing what is worth my time to be worried about and what is not worth my time to be worried about. You know what I mean? It's like, I kind of wish I had this person that's 20 years down the line or whatever, somebody that I could just talk to. And I tear up about this because like, I know one year it's going to be there, right? I'm going to be like, in the next life, with the person that I would like to be talking about, with about all of these things that I struggle with, but it's probably not going to be until I die and I pass and I start having these conversations with this person that I kind of wish that I had all this time in my life to talk to, all the way from when I was a little girl, all the way throughout my life here. But I get the, the beautiful burden of not having a mother that I can actually connect with on an eye-to-eye level and actually talk about like anything with, right? And so it's like this burden that I constantly have to be eternally waiting for that day where we can actually understand each other. Like whether it's the language thing or whether it's the gospel thing or whether it's the like, just like being in a a mindset, a similar value mindset to even have any conversations in a civil kind of way without one person getting offended or the other person feeling like they need to suddenly like like solicit all of this advice that is unsolicited right and so I'm still like waiting for that day but it's okay because I can at least podcast these things I can at least find like mentor mother kind of people in my life so that I can get some gauge on what I can expect is to be expected and what other things are not to be expected and I should do something about them, right? And so maybe that's why I'm a little bit messed up. It's because I just don't have that person in my life to be that mothering kind of like motherhead kind of person that just like takes care of me. And so I have to learn how to do that for myself while I'm waiting, you know, while I'm waiting for that day where I can just finally have these conversations that I've always been wanting to have with the person that I would want to have these conversations with. But until then, I just have them with myself because I still need to talk it out and I still have hard time with a lot of things. And it's really tricky for me, you know, like I get really upset about not being able to do certain things and it becomes a huge thing when it's probably just like such a small thing right and and I like I don't know the difference so that's kind of the process that I'm going through